What's up, everybody? It's the Dante Greco Show. Putin, look at this steroid head, cancer-riddled motherfucker. Will you just fucking die already, you piece of shit? I hate, hate, hate Vladimir Putin, you ugly fuck. Nuke. Mm. Let's see. What's he what's he saying? He threatens West with nukes. I'm not bluffing. Okay. Let's watch this video. We have no moral rights to give people that are dear to us to be butchered. And um, we need to give them a chance to determine their own fates. Oh, fuck you. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. There's a lot more swearing on this live show than I do on my uh, recorded videos, by the way. He's not going to do shit. He's not nuking anybody. Those oligarchs need to step it up already and remove him from power. What is taking you so long? Abramovich, you lost your yacht. You had to sell the Chelsea FC. Who knows what's happening to the rest of you? One of your one of his friend's daughters got blown up in a car bomb. Step it up. Get rid of his fucking ass. You need to Gaddafi this guy. Anti-radiation tabs distributed in Poland. Uh-oh. It's bad news when Poland starts getting into trouble. That's like some World War II shit. Another Vlad ally falls to death. That's what I'm saying. What are you protecting this guy for? He'll kill you. When he doesn't need you anymore, he'll kill you. Kill him first. This is some of the big political news of the day. New York sues Trump clan for fraud. Art of the steel. Inflated net worth by billions. We knew all this. Referral to IRS for criminal prosecution. You know, as tempting as it is to get into this story, I'm not going to get, you know, for six years, if you were someone who did not support Trump for six years, they strung you along. The media did every week. It was, this is going to take Trump down. This is going to be the thing. This is the big one. Oh, they finally got him now and nothing ever happened. He's still out there having a great time. So, okay. New York suing him, inflating it for by billions. Great. We'll see. I don't believe that they are going to prosecute maybe after the midterms, maybe, but till it happens, I'm not getting involved. It's a waste of time. Ana de Armas slams Marilyn Monroe nude scenes going viral. Ana de Armas says it's disgusting that blonde nudity will circulate the internet, but I can't control it. I think some of the best reviews of her career. I know what's going to go viral and it's disgusting. So wait, it hasn't even gone viral yet. There's no reports of the nudity being shared. But she's anticipating that it'll be shared. I saw this movie last night. There's a Netflix theater in the Pacific Palisades that I went to. It's called the Bay Theater. Very nice theater. Maybe one of the top two movie theaters in L.A. It's got recliners. It's got a little table with a lamp next to you. And man, do they make a good cocktail. I don't normally like old fashions. They're too sweet. But I decided to get one. And it was, I finally get it. I finally understand why people like old fashions. It was the perfect mix 
of the whiskey maker's mark and uh the the bitters and uh, i forget what's in it i don't normally get them but it was delicious so great cocktails especially for a movie theater popcorn kind of sucked popcorn was a little stale and they don't offer kettle corn just normal corn so anyways back to the movie Ana de Armas, Blonde, the Marilyn Monroe movie. It's controversial. People are upset. It's got an NC-17 rating for sexual content. A lot of nudity. Uh, let me say spoilers. Spoiler alert. Do not watch beyond this moment if you don't want to hear anything. Actually, fuck it. I won't even spoil. I don't even like to spoil even for my own videos. Even if it would help me get views, I'm not going to spoil things. All I will say, which again, spoiler, 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 be gone now if you don't want to hear anything about this movie. The accent did bother me. Now, when the trailer was first released, there was a whole big deal made. Some people detected hints of Ana de Armas's naturally Cuban accent in her Marilyn Monroe voice. And then people said, oh, you're being racist. This is why Latinos can't get roles. You know, there isn't an accent. It's just barely there. But I saw the movie last night, and the accent did annoy me. Now, look, this doesn't mean that Latinos shouldn't play big roles or roles that are not, you know, like you got to be a white person to play Marilyn Monroe. No, cast a Latino, cast anybody to play them. It's just... The one thing is the accent. You can't, it's not Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe was not Cuban. And Ana de Armas still sounded Cuban. She would enunciate certain things, you know, too sharply. It sounded like she was Hilaria Baldwin. Now, Ana de Armas is a great actress, by the way. She was great in Knives Out. She's done a lot of good work. She did a lot of good work in this. I could tell. She put a lot of work into this movie, and it showed into the performance. Overall, the physicality, the look, the emotion. You know, she made great choices. It was a great performance. But the accent did consistently take me out of the movie. It just did. Because she would start off a sentence with that breathy thing, with the breathy Marilyn Monroe voice, and then it would end like this. Again, I don't have a problem with that accent, but that ain't Marilyn Monroe's accent. And it was a weird contrast, too, because on the one hand, she's speaking like that, but then on the other hand, when she sings, she just sounded just like Marilyn Monroe. I'm not sure if Ana Dermis did the singing for this. I read the trivia on IMDb. There wasn't a whole lot of information yet, because the movie really isn't even out but it's sorry i still think it was oscar worthy and i still think that she should uh be considered definitely a nomination probably even a win hollywood would probably give her a win because they love stories about hollywood you know didn't renee zellweger win for the judy garland movie that nobody cared about Anyways, getting back to it. The nudity, she's upset that the nudity is going to be spread. I mean, yeah, it probably will. These days, that's what people do. They, they pull the nudity out of a movie. Do you ever heard of Mr. Skin? He built a whole career based on that. I interviewed him once, by the way, for TMZ years ago. 
Nice guy. So let's get back to the news. Dredge report. There's our man, Army Hammer, the cannibal. Cannibal Hammer. Honestly, who cares? It's weird. I don't know if it's okay to be sad about Army Hammer. He had a booming career. Came from a family worth hundreds of millions of dollars, at least at one point. And now he's been reduced to selling timeshares and staying on his friend's couches, I think. But on the other hand, he's an abusive cannibal, allegedly. So can you feel bad for a guy like that? Probably not. Should you publicly feel bad for a guy like that? Definitely not. Fuck you, Army. All right. We kind of look alike. Let me see. Does this look like Army Hammer? Come here, I'm gonna eat you. House passes planned to head off. Fed goes big again. Inflation, inflation, inflation. ISIS executions, non-consensual porn powering AI art. Yikes. The fuck is that? We still don't have a good... AI is progressing at an astonishing speed, but we still don't have a good understanding of the data sets that power AI and little accountability for whatever abusive images they contain. Okay. I don't care. You know what? This is about accountability for AI. Fetterman looks to quell. Okay, let's get to the Daily Mail. Drudge Report is good, but sometimes, you know, you got to be really into politics or hard news to follow a Drudge Report. You guys are probably more of a celebrity news audience, seeing as uh, you're here mostly based off my Amber Heard TMZ video, so... The queen was left hurt and exhausted by Harry and Meghan's decision to leave the firm and regretted not being able to see more of Archie and Lilibet, royal book claims. Megxit exhausted the queen. Oh, of course. I mean, when has a guy, although, first of all, now that I think about it, I did not know this. So first of all, of course, people don't normally re- leave the royal family. It's a big fuck you the royal family especially for prince harry you got to be pissed if you're queen elizabeth you're sitting there thinking how much easier could life be for you you don't even have to be have the responsibility of truly being in line to become king because we got to get charles and then william for you to become king harry there would have to be a massive tragedy or a malaria outbreak or something something that takes out half the royal family You got it so easy, and you're the one who still has your hair. Harry, look at this. He's got a nice head of hair. He does not appear to be going bald. Maybe a little bit in the back, that kind of monk thing, but he's looking good. He's looking young. William lost all his hair. Really doesn't look that great anymore. Let me pull up a picture of William. Prince. 
Yeah, look at this bald fuck. Just goes to show you, even if you're born into royalty, you can still go bald. No offense to bald people. God damn. Look at that. Right here. Right here. It's okay. He's going to get a crown to put over that bald head one day. Anyways, back to Harry. So, of course, it's upsetting if you're the queen. However, she does have to admit that she would not have become queen, and this is something I only found out recently, if her uncle had not abdicated his position to go off and marry that American divorcee, Wallace Simpson. So she got her whole life, basically, because of someone pulling a Harry and Megan pulling a Megxit. Now, is she ever going to admit to that? Probably not. Well, I mean, definitely not now. She's dead. But would she have? Probably not. You know, look, bring the kids over. Let's see. Let her see the kids, Harry. It's, it is still dumb because that voiceover career isn't working out. Eventually, Spotify is going to realize that they're throwing their money away on Megan's podcast. And I don't know if they got any other deals in the pike. I mean, that one video where they were begging Bob Iger for let me see if I can pull that up. Well, let me let's read this article. The Queen was left hurt and exhausted by Harry and Meghan's decision to step down as senior members of the royal family. A new book has claimed and like it where she was. The Queen was also disappointed when Harry and Meghan didn't return to the UK in August with Archie and Lilibet where she was hosting an annual sleepover in Sandringham with her grandchildren and great-grandchildren. That is fucked up. They should have come back for that. You know that your grandma is 96. How much longer could she possibly have? Maybe she was ill. I bet this was Megan. I bet Harry, and I'm not trying to be a, a woman blamer, but I bet Harry probably thought, oh, come on, Meg. Let's just go back, you know, for the for the Archie and Lily bed. It would be good to see the Gan Gan. And she probably said, no, we have to hold firm. No, I don't want to see your family. No, we're not going to go back. And now they, the, the grandma lost out on it. And, and, you know, she was a little old woman. That is a little fucked up. Uh, source told the other the queen was very hurt and told me I don't know I don't care and I don't want to think about it anymore think about it anymore it's messed up I I mean look am I basing this on anything other than what I've seen in the media no but I really think it was Megan I think she was the impetus behind the move and she emotionally blackmailed Harry into not going back there under any circumstances to extract what concessions? I'm not entirely sure. What did they think was going to happen? That all of a sudden the queen was going to be like, okay, what if we put you next in line for the throne instead of uh, Charles? Will that bring it back? Like, no, you leave, you leave. It's my dogs. Hold on one second. Let me let them out of the room. 
All right. Anyways. Yeah, it's um, it was messed up. I think it was Megan. I do. I blame her. I blame her. Megan, Prince Harry, voice over Disney. Let's see. Let's see if we can watch this video. This shit was hilarious. Gave it to YouTube from the Telegraph. Stop recording podcasts on Zoom. Okay. There's a new, better way. What is it? Say hello to Riverside. Okay. And start Riverside, hello. Yes. God, look at how uncomfortable Iger is. This is ridiculous. She's he's there begging Bob. I like the thing about it is he is a prince. Now it's also interesting to know that they don't have as much money as you would think they would have. And they got like an eight hundred year head start on everybody else. And they've only got I heard the firm, which who knew that's what they were calling their family, the firm, is got has got about twenty three billion dollars. It's not that much when you think about how much they should have the Saudis blow them out of the fucking water but still there's the whole royalty thing and there's um, the respect that people are supposed to pay to them and and uh, sorry my royal core guys are they corgis core guys who knows Anyways, uh, you know, there's still, even though he's not that rich, it's still the whole uh, royalty. You know, people are overcome by royalty. It's supposed to be like, wow, that's the prince. And here he is having to completely embarrass himself and ask Bob Iger for a voiceover job. Like Bob Iger is a casting director. He's asking for a voiceover job for his wife, Megan. And you know Beyonce and Jay-Z are sitting there laughing about it afterwards. Because that's embarrassing. There's no other way to slice it. That is fucking embarrassing. She's really good. Yeah, you know they're listening. Beyonce is, has her ear out. And they're going to be fucking laughing at Harry and Megan later. Just like, sure, Megan, you're actually nobody. You're a fucking C-list actress from Zeus. But yeah, we'll take care of you. We'll spend time with you. Sure. So embarrassing. I hope that wasn't his idea. I hope he didn't feel like he had to go up to Bob Iger and beg for a voiceover job. Like, what the fuck is that? Get an agent. Do this behind closed doors. You guys can't get a meeting with Bob Iger behind closed doors. You have to show up at a gala in front of Jay-Z and Beyonce so they can laugh at you and go back to their friends and tell you all about what an ass you made of yourself. All right, anyways. Back to the news. Jobs, bloodbath warning. Fed Chair Jerome Powell warns it was very challenging to tame inflation without unemployment skyrocketing after high rate hiking interest rates to 3.25%. Well... I'm already there, so you can't hurt me. I am the face of, I'm experiencing joblessness right now. But it's okay, because this is my thing. This is my my career. Anyways, I did it by choice. 
The rest of you were forced into it. Tom left Giselle to jet off to the Hamptons to visit son. Cameron spotted on rare outing with Benji. Kara helped pal Jamie get back into the part. Get back into the party scene. Oh, what's that? Carrie Delavine, notorious supermodel. I got in trouble once because I was uh, doing an interview at TMZ for um, what's his what's her fucking name? Uh, the little short girl who does all of the Broadway musicals, Christian Chenoweth. And I didn't know how to pronounce Cara Delevingne's name. I had just seen it written before. So I called her like Cara Delevingne or something. And I got a good interview, but I got chewed out later on because I said, because I mispronounced the name. And I like, I thought it was a joke. Like who, who knows how to pronounce her name? And then they were like, uh, ask anybody here. And they all knew how to pronounce it. It's all right. It wasn't serious trouble. I went on to work there for several more years afterwards. I was stitched up and not physically great. Jamie Winstone reveals pal Cara Delevingne helped her get back into the party scene after giving birth by whisking her away to Mexico. Is that good? Your friend just gave birth and you immediately whisk her away to Mexico to get back into the party scene? The actress, 37. Now look, I'm in that ballpark. I still like to have a good time. But goddammit, you just had a kid. You don't need to be whisked back into the party scene in Mexico. Oh, wait, 2016. Okay, so she was 31. Still, stay with your kid. Comes amid claims of care. You know, I want to read this article, but I don't know who the fuck this even is. Jamie Winstone. That's nobody. Why are we wasting our time, right? Decomposing human remains can legally be used as compost from 2027. <laughs> Thanks to new California law aimed at tackling climate change. Okay. That's great news. Seriously, it is. Decomposing human remains can legally be used as compost. For anybody who doesn't know what compost is, it's, you know, when you take things to create soil. You, you take things that can biodegrade and create soil and plant new flowers and shit. Legally be used as compost from 2027 thanks to new California law aimed at tackling climate change. The law signed by Governor Newsom this week takes effect 2027. This is an alternative method of final disposition that won't contribute emissions into our atmosphere. Honestly, I think it's a great idea. You just got all these bodies taking up space on open land. And there's nothing you can do there except go and put flowers on the graves of your loved one. Like people even feel weird about walking through a cemetery. It is kind of a waste of space these days. I don't necessarily want to just be buried in a hole and have people come. Like, no, it's a hassle. I've always said either um, do something that's like ridiculous, like shooting my remains into a space or, or dumping it into a volcano. Or you do something like plant a tree. That way, you can go in the backyard and sit underneath the tree that grew out of my rotted corpse. You can enjoy a shady day and maybe have a little Aperol spritz and think of me and think of the good times. It's a good idea. You know, it's ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Put that body into something productive. 
Human composting, also known as natural organic reduction, or NOR, would be an option for residents who don't want to be buried or cremated upon their death. Yeah, you know, with the population of the earth increasing, it is a good idea. We can't waste all this valuable real estate. Unless we just want to bury everyone in New Mexico or Arizona or Nevada, which I drove through Nevada and California not too long ago when I went to Vegas. I can't believe how dirty the desert is. People are just tossing their trash out the fucking window. Every like it was insane how much garbage is out there and who's going to go pick it up. It's so hot out there and there's like barely that many people even living out there. No one's picking up the trash. Nobody cares. But man, it was shitty. And there's all that empty land. And there's no reason for anybody living to really be out there except for, I don't know, a park ranger or something. All cemeteries should be in Nevada. Better use of that space. A lot of fucking holes in that desert. Um, that was some Pesci casino stuff. Process involves placing the body inside a long, reusable steel container along with wood chips and flowers to aerate it, allowing microbes and bacteria to, to break down the remains. Approximately one month later, the remains will fully decompose and be turned into soil. Advocates for the bill, which was signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom on Sunday, have said that NOR is a more climate-friendly option. Okay, why is it climate-friendly? I think it's just a good idea, but why is it climate-friendly? Cremation in the U.S. alone emits about 360,000 metric tons of carbon dioxide per year. Wow. The bill bans the combining of various people's remains unless they are related. Hmm, yeah. That is a good idea. There is something creepy about just being tossed into a compost pile with strangers. It shouldn't matter because you're dead. You're not going to know. But I don't know. I, if it was my family member or friend, I'd be thinking yeah, they, they shouldn't. Can, can they get their own room? You know, Can they get their own space? Okay, let's get back to it. But it does not make it illegal to sell the soil that results from the process or use it to grow food for human consumption. Fuck. Now I'm thinking of drawing a line. I don't want dead bodies. I don't want my food being grown out of a dead human soil. Do you? Because they probably have to put it on the packaging. And then, I, I, seriously, how could you eat that? I know it's probably technically safe, but just mentally. There's a lot of mental stuff that goes into eating. You know, if you think it came from something dirty, you're going to throw up when you eat it. If you think your food came from soil that was made out of dead people, it's going to make it harder to eat it. You'll, you'll throw up in your mouth a little bit. Well, I, I'm cautiously optimistic, and I kind of support this. We got five years. We'll we'll let's let's uh, put a pin in it, and we'll check back in five years. Next story. Oh wait, I saw something that I wanted to talk about here. AI resurrects dead stars. 
eerie portraits show what got these fucking ads all over Daily Mail. Stop it. Resurrects that our eerie portraits show what Diana, Kurt Cobain, John Lennon, Janis Joplin, and Freddie Mercury would look like if they were alive today. Photographer Alper Yesiltas was able to resurrect stars who died with the help of artificial intelligence and photo editing software. Let's see what Alper has in store for us. Princess Diana. Huh. Okay. So clearly, let's see, she was 30 when she died, right? No, 36. When was she born? One second. Anna was born in 61. So she would be 61 today. Okay. That's probably good, right? I mean, I don't know. Would she have gotten one of those severe facelifts where her face would be pulled back like the Catwoman, Jocelyn Wildenstein? Probably not. This is... All right. I'm on board. Kurt. Kurt Cobain. That looks pretty accurate. The hair's thinning a little bit. A little bit of wrinkles. You know, it's always a possibility he'd look worse because of the heroin use. Hopefully, he would have been clean for many years. Um... I like that one. And this one I don't know about. John Lennon. He looks good, but it's like, first of all, old British men don't seem to grow beards. And they should. Because there's that saying that uh, when the British age, the women start to look like old men and the old men start to look like old women. And they never grow a beard. Like Paul McCartney should grow a beard. He would look way better right now with a beard. Ringo's doing it right. Ringo has jet black hair with a jet black beard. Looks a lot better. Way less feminine. I don't think that John Lennon would have a beard like that. And he probably would look worse because he was looking pretty old just when he was 40 in 1980. Look at that. He already kind of looked old. You know, a lot of drugs, a lot of smoking, a lot of drinking, a hard life. He looked tired. He had some bags under those eyes. So, honestly, and very skinny. Maybe if he had eaten more, he would he would look like this. This looks like uh, fuck. Who's that guy? Sean Connery. I don't know. This guy looks good though. Freddie Mercury. Okay, he looks like a guy I know. Brandon. I could I could see that. That that looks good. Janis Joplin. She would look way older. I think she would look way older. You know, older women don't grow their hair out that long, first of all. A lot of them don't, except for maybe Emmy Lou Harris. Most older women have the short hair because I've heard that it's just easier to take care of as you get older. I think personally, the long hair, whether it's silver or, or whether you're dying it or whatever, looks good, looks better. 
but most people don't go that way. So I don't think she would. She was from Texas. You know, she'd probably have one of those like Allen cuts. Hendrix. Okay. Okay. He'd be like 70 or 80 now. He looks like Einstein. Jimmy Einstein. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Heath Ledger. This is okay. He died at 28 in 2008, so that would make him 42. I think he would probably look better. He's got kind of that Jude Law thing going on here where Jude Law went bald, started balding. Jude Law balding. Don't automatically finish that one. Why? Because it's insulting. Yeah, you see, he started to go bald like that, but the face still looked young. Um, 2013 to 2015, yeah, which is fine. You know, if women can wear weaves and wigs and everything, then then it's okay for a guy to put some fake hair on to look better. Uh, I, I could see Heath Ledger looking like this. I do think... If you're an A-lister, you, you're probably going to hold on to uh, the hair and and do a Jude Law or do a Jeremy Piven. Keep, you know, all of a sudden you'll go from bald to having a hairy head. Do an Elon Musk. Elon Musk had the same thing. Elon Musk also used to look bald. I know he was going bald. This is him from years ago. Uh, the other guy in the picture that you're not seeing is Peter Thiel because they found a PayPal together. So this is Elon Bald Musk. Oh, okay, except, fuck, I don't know what you guys want. Yeah, he definitely fixed that hair, but that's fine. Oh, wait, you're not even seeing that, are you? You are. I'm looking at something different. I zoomed in. Fuck, okay. My first time doing this, so I'm still figuring out how to use all this uh, technology. Anyways, Elon Musk, also bald. Elon, uh, Heath Ledger looks realistic. That's supposed to be Tupac Shakur? I don't think so. There's no way. He would only be about 51 right now. I, there's no way he would look that old. Who does that look like? That doesn't even look like Tupac. Barely. I think Tupac would look way better. Way, way better. Like, there's other celebrities who are 50 years old like that. Uh, you know, rap, who, who's a, like, like Jay-Z is a 50-year-old rapper. He doesn't look that old. Why would Tupac look that old? This one I disagree with. And then this is Michael Jackson. If, you know, you this is more than just dying, him not dying. This is if he had made a lot of different life choices. He looks all right. Um, but that was like that that wasn't gonna happen. Some of these people, I understand what the idea is to show them if things had gone completely right, but some of them just their life choices wouldn't have allowed that, like Elvis right here. There's no way his genetics wouldn't have allowed it. Once he got big, he was always gonna be big. Well, anyways, that's that. Um, how long have we gone? 37. 
It's probably long enough for a guy that no one's ever heard of me to do a, a news reading show, at least for the first time. But I'm going to post this on my YouTube page for people to rewatch it. So if you're not catching it live right now, check it out. Leave a comment, subscribe, like, and I will do this again tomorrow. So long.